0: Hi, Blind Pod Makers, it's Jonathan Mosin here. I'm recording this episode in response to some inquiries on the Blind Pod Maker email list. If you'd like to subscribe to that, if you're not on it already, you can send a blank email to creators-subscribe at theblindpodmaker.com. And the Blind Podmaker is all one word. So that's creators-subscribe at theblindpodmaker.com. The email list is gloriously fairly low traffic, but what we do get there is quite on point and on topic. We discuss anything relating to creating a podcast if you're blind or low vision on any platform with any kind of device. One of the things that's come up there is my mention of a drop-in method that I use in Reaper, which speeds up my podcast production immensely. If you're of a certain age, should I say, if you're of a certain age, (laughs) this probably won't be news to you because I guess I'm fortunate enough to have been around at a time when we were still using analog reel-to-reel machines. I remember doing some work at a radio reading service where there was some really high-quality Revox machines. I did a bit of an internship at the Talking Book Studios here in New Zealand where I did some recording using this method And it's just kind of in my DNA. There is a bit of a knack to doing this right, I think. But for me, I don't even think about it because I started doing it about 36 years ago. And that is a very long time. And then when we moved to the digital realm, I used SoundForge initially for spoken word production back in the main menu days and even earlier than that. And I was really disappointed that this drop-in method wasn't easily accomplished there. When Larry Scutcon introduced me to Studio Recorder about 20 years ago, I was thrilled because, of course, Studio Recorder was designed and still is designed predominantly for spoken word production in talking book studios. And the American Printing House for the Blind wanted to emulate that recording experience. So dropping in was a core feature of that product So once I became a studio recorder user, the amount of time it took me to produce my own material dramatically decreased. In 2012, I bought a Mac, and while I did have a virtual machine, I found that the latency from virtual machines meant that if I wanted to do audio production with the meticulousness that I prefer, I had to do it in Mac OS, and I was using Amadeus Pro and again was really disappointed to find that it doesn't make dropping in easy either. And then I discovered Reaper for the Mac... And learned that, yes, you can drop in with Reaper on the Mac. And I was thrilled about that. The same is true of Reaper in Windows. And for that reason, Reaper is now the only audio recording application I use. I don't have anything else on my PC. And even if I'm just recording a really quick message or something like that, I use Reaper and render it. It's the only tool that I need. It does everything. I don't think this demo is going to take long because there's not too much to show. But before we get there, let's talk prerequisites because there are a few things you need to check in Reaper for this to be true. And if you're going to use this method, you probably want it saved in your default project so that every time you create a new project, they just happen. I'm going to go to Reaper's options menu. Menu. Options menu. Record mode. Normal checked. R. I'll down arrow. Record mode. Time selection auto punch. R. I'll down arrow again. Record mode, auto punch selected items. R. New recording that overlaps existing media items submenu. N. This is critical. If you have this set incorrectly and you try the drop in method, what you'll find is that you get little blemishes sometimes as items overlap, little bits of glitchy audio. Somehow, I inadvertently got this setting set incorrectly early last year. And it took me a while to track it down, and there were these little glitches when I would drop in, and it was driving me crazy, and I went through driver installs and everything until Glenn Gordon, actually, thank you, Glenn, mentioned that this might be the culprit. So, a right arrow here on this submenu item. Splits existing items and creates new text default, S. You don't want the default. Down arrow. Trims existing items behind new recording tape. Mode checked. That's what you want. And the key here is tape mode. Because what we're doing really is regressing. We're regressing back to our childhoods, for some of us anyway, for a certain age, to the days of tape. So tape mode is the keyword. That's the one that you want set. I'll tap the Alt key to leave this. Leaving menus. And now I'll talk about the limitations of this method, when you would use it and when you would not. If you are recording an interview with somebody else, you're obviously not going to stop the recording when you or they make a mistake, go back and drop in again. That's really inconsiderate to your interviewee. So it's not going to speed up your workflow in that situation. In any situation, I think, where you're working with more than one person, you are going to have to go back and do the editing post-production. This is useful if you're doing solo work, whether it be narrated audio like I'm doing now, whether you're reading an email from somebody or whether you're doing a screen reader demo. It works great for screen reader demos as well. And that's particularly true if you have your screen reader on a separate computer. So if I'm going to be doing quite an extensive screen reader demo of my PC, I may bring my ThinkPad down here and connect it to my mixer and do the screen reader demo on my ThinkPad. That means that I can keep focus in the window in Reaper and do the drop-ins. If you're doing a demo of a mobile device, then obviously it's really easy because your PC or your Mac is not going to leave the focus of Reaper and you just connect it to your mixer or your audio interface or however you get sound from your mobile device into Reaper. So I think the best way for me to demonstrate this is to go into a project in Reaper. This is one of the cool things about Reaper, by the way, is that you can record in multiple projects at the same time. So I'm recording this in Reaper and all I have to do is control tab into another project that I have set up and record a little bit of the Mosin at Large podcast. When I am reading an email for that podcast, it's on my iPhone, on my Braille display, again, so I can keep focus in the Reaper window and do the drop-in. So I'm going to press Control-Tab because I'm obviously recording in this project now. Recording example.rpp. Now, I'm in my Recording Example and there's only one track. One Armed, One Item And it's armed. Actually, there's an item there that I was just doing to test. I'll delete that item. One one item. And now I'm ready to record. So I'm going to press R and start reading. R is the record command in Reaper. This email comes from Brian Blair, and it says, Jonathan, I've been listening to your Mosin at Large podcast sporadically for the past year or so and enjoy it very much. Well, thank you, Brian. I wanted to comment on the interview you did about... Now, actually, I've been pinged here by by an iPhone Braille bug. You will know probably that there are all sorts of iPhone Braille bugs and it's not panning for me. I'm going to turn voiceover off and back on again. You're not going to hear that, but hopefully I can get my Braille back. Yep, it looks like I might be able to get it back. This is all very relevant because obviously that has disrupted my reading. So thank you, Apple. I'm going to go back now about on the internet very much i'm using page up well thank you brian i wanted to right so i said thank you brian and then there's a nice long gap one of the things with the drop-in method is that you've got to be careful not to curtail breaths otherwise it sounds unnatural and i must admit i do tend to be a bit of a noisy breather i've tried to deal with that but you know sometimes you just got to deal with what you have there is a nice gap there though if i go back again well, thank you brian Right, so there's a definite pause between when I finish the sentence and when I breathe. So there'll be a nice clean place for me to drop in. What I'm going to do is wind it back. And then after I say thank you, Brian, I'm just simply going to press the R key. When you do that, what happens is that Reaper just naturally drops out of play and into record. There are a couple of things here, though. I do have a mechanical keyboard. I love to type on it. And I do a lot of typing, so I don't want to give up my mechanical keyboard, but I have to be very careful to press it extremely quietly. And this is something that you'll need to be aware of if you're going to use this method. If you have a really clicky keyboard, don't push it down quickly and hard, particularly if you have a condenser mic or some mic with a wider polar pattern that's going to pick that up. I'm very fortunate that I have the Heil PR40. It's got the most insanely narrow pickup range, and I love that about the Heil PR40. We'll go back much and enjoy it very much. Well, thank you, Brian. I wanted to comment on the interview you did about JAWS Tandem. I am one of the JAWS users who was asked for the ability to... So I've stopped there just to give you another example. We'll go back. I stopped recording with R, of course, and I'll go back. I... ...did about JAWS Tandem. I am one of Yep, there's another clean one. Sometimes you might find that there's a wee pause in the middle of a sentence. And as you get better at this, you may find sometimes that it's easier to drop in in the middle of a sentence than at the end of one, particularly if you're taking a big inhalation. But I think if you're just starting to practice with this, you want to probably just start with dropping in at the end of sentences. So we'll go back and enjoy it very much. Well, thank you, Brian. I wanted to comment on the interview you did about JAWS Tandem. I am one of the JAWS users who has asked for the ability to initiate a Tandem Direct session on a host computer or at least have the potential host, quote, listening. So I've stopped recording there. Another thing that occurs to me to mention as I think about what I'm doing, and as I say, this is just so natural to me, I don't often think about what I'm doing, is that you do have to make sure that you're leaving enough pause when you drop in so that the pauses between sentences sound natural. If you drop in right at the end of a sentence and immediately start to talk, you may not have left enough of a pause, and it could sound like an edit or a bad drop-in. I'm going to go to the top of the file zero minutes and just play back what we have. So I'll press the space bar to play. This email comes from Brian Blair and it says, Jonathan, I've been listening to your Mosin at Large podcast sporadically for the past year or so and enjoy it very much. Well, thank you, Brian. I wanted to comment on the interview you did about Jaws Tandem. I am one of the JAWS users who has asked for the ability to initiate a tandem direct session on a There go. So there were two drop ins there and that's how it works. And the fact that I'm able to do that means I don't have to go back and listen to the thing again. I don't have to find where I need to make edits and it's all done. So it really does speed up my workflow considerably. Nothing too complicated, a pretty simple method. But boy, is it a huge time saver. I hope that's of some help. And again, a reminder, if you want to subscribe to the Blind Podmaker email group, send a message to creators-subscribe at theblindpodmaker.com. Happy podcasting. And if you'd like to contribute any demos or hints or tips to this podcast feed, please be in touch with me. I'd be happy to include them.